0: That's right, Geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the clan of the Gray Wolf. Sorry for our tardiness.
1: We are very tardy for the party.
0: We are very tardy, but it's not our fault. Is it? Is, is it our fault?
1: That is undetermined.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> it, 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 it's probably not our fault. Um, as you may have noticed, I, I, I am actually still at work. Good job there. Yeah. Thanks for that. I really do appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) I am the Commodore, and I am your host as always, and with me via long distance, very long distance, uh, you know, 20 floors up and 850 miles away, is Rue. Rue, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right.
0: Besides being really pissed off at the stream at the moment.
1: Yeah, YouTube and us, YouTube Live and us are are having our growing pains for sure, but... uh...
0: Well, you know, that's that that is to be that is to be expected to some degree. So
2: yes. bear
0: with us. We're testing again this week. This week we're not testing the IRC chat functionality which we had last week. Uh, we want to try a couple different platforms, We want to try a couple different ways of doing things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That means things aren't always gonna work the way that we want them to.
1: Sorry. Right?
0: Yeah, sorry. I yes. love <laughs> it. Anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. We're, we got there are a couple news things, but not a whole lot of news this week though. This was kind of a, a slow week, wasn't it? I
1: I thought it was pretty slow.
0: Um, What's going I, on in the last couple of weeks, I, mean, I didn't think there was a lot happening.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, presidential politics in the U.S. seems to be taking over every bit of news there is. Right. Uh, well,
0: I, I'm setting that aside. No, no.
1: Me. Even in the gaming world, because one of the big things I saw today was how people voted on the debate on Xbox Live, because that matters apparently.
0: Well, I, I, I guess it does in some way, shape, or form. But anyway, yes. so we're gonna we're gonna do what we always do. That we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about a few news items. Get to the second part of the show, which is the 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 the, the headliner, if you will. Yes. The real reason that all of us get together is to chat about a particular topic, to discuss something that we think might be important to you as the gaming and geeky public to know about, or I, yeah. maybe just because you like to see two people ramble on about lunacy.
1: That's mostly what we do. And to uh, show uh, or, or to uh, explain, yes, this is this is what you see on the right side is the YouTube chat box that is for YouTube Live. So if you want to chat, you have to come to the YouTube stream video thing and, and chat with us there using your YouTube account.
0: So do that. I so hope all of you have YouTube accounts. If you don't, then you know just sit back, kick back, and relax and get a beer.
2: There, there you go.
0: Well, unless you're underage, in which case, get some liquor. The point is if we, we so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about today's we wanted to get something that was a little bit more how should I say this? Contentious because of the you know, the election coming up here in America, it's big news, right? Want to get something that can maybe get people thinking a little bit outside the box.
1: Wait, are we skipping the news? I mean I know we're late,
0: but I'm I'm gonna announce to them if this is okay with you, this is what we call a form. Yeah, so I'm gonna lay out the format of the show. So people- <sighs> Format, okay, yeah, go ahead. Right, so no one actually knows what the topic is unless they click the link down, so I'm going to help them out with that. So what we decided to do was pick a topic that was a little bit more contentious in that we thought about video game censorship. This is an article, this is an article. This is a topic that is touchy right? A lot of people have different opinions on it. A lot of people, you know, kind of, uh, 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 you know, there have been a lot of things written about it. We wanted to talk about it here. We're going to have a. Well, it's not really a debate. We're going to have a discussion about video game censorship,
1: a hearty discussion,
0: a hearty discussion. That's right. And then lastly, we're going to get to the the third and final segment of the show, which most of you tell us is your favorite, which is the question and answer session. And the question and answer session that we do at the end doesn't have to be necessarily about the topic at hand. It could be about anything you possibly imagine you want to ask us about. Ask us about the site. Ask us about life. Ask us about why I'm 21 floors up uh, off the ground right now and still podcasting with you guys That's whatever you your want, question Whatever you want to ask about uh, it, It's everything's there, but if you do want to ask a question Then you're going to need to send a private message to us and you're going to do that now, right Rue? you're going to send a the, the, the,
1: well, it's easy all you have to do is send a private message to our YouTube channel clan the gray wolf
0: See, yeah, I didn't, like, I, I'm not even up in the technology.
1: No, what, what the kids are doing, whatever they're doing these days. Right, anyway. Right.
0: I'm, I'm still in the IRC land, where it's, you just click at the person and it's just DM it. Anyway, so that's how we do it. Uh, send, us, send us private messages. Let us know what your question is. We will take all kinds of <laughs> questions the question and answer session.
1: And, and Super time. Smash Man ninety asks, what is the meaning of life? I'm sorry, but you have to send us the private message or we cannot tell you the answer.
0: Otherwise, the question does not count. Okay. Unless we deem it necessary to answer in the chat, in which case it might. Right. But in any case. Just going a historical precedent here. So um, I think I've laid it all out. We're sorry. We got news. We got topics. We got Q and A. Sorry is important. All right, let's, let's rock and roll.
1: All right. So uh, as we we're saying, not a lot of news this week, but there's one thing I oh, did. Okay. There's one thing I, I did want to talk about. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Because apparently it was leaked about uh, the Microsoft Surface pricing, which is the Microsoft tablet uh, that's coming out now. This is. Um, Apparently, the pricing for just the Windows RT version, which is basically like kind of a scaled down, it, it, it's much like Android or the or iOS uh, for tablet. You know, it's 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 limited in its scope. It's not like the. Why, why are you shaking your head over there?
0: I'm shaking my head because I don't think that's the right the right way to to say
1: it. That's how so, I see it. How well, about you explain?
0: Yeah, but you see it. Incorrectly, and see when I feel that's so. Here's the thing so, we so Microsoft made a, a decision that a lot of people are really up in arms about. You see, Microsoft has always made Windows for the x86, right? Because that's what PCs are, they're x86s, and that's what they've always made Windows for. And now, Mac makes Mac for x86. Now,
2: Windows-
1: wait, explain Microsoft. like I'm five, what's an x86?
0: An x86 is is an is an architecture a chipset by which a cert, a chip can understand certain commands and therefore run things like operating systems and software so a certain set of instructions that it utilizes to do things the x86 has been used in virtually every ibm and compatible which is what they used to call pcs before they were pcs right because there was the ibm pc
1: i remember it, back in the day yes Remember
0: that, right? So even back from the eighty-eighty-six up to the two-eighty-six, three-eighty-six, four-eighty-six world. Now we're in the X-eighty-six world. Doesn't matter what eighty-six we're on. The point is, it it understands instructions that are written for the eighty-six processor.
1: Got it. So
0: MDs, the Intel's, right? You got it. Okay. So wait, one question. Yep. What's the point? So the point is, <laughs> Microsoft made. A decision to go with a competitor—not necessarily competitor early on, but a competitor now—to X eighty-six with their Windows RT tablets, which are ARM tablets. Mm-hmm. These are, are, sorry, processors. Those processors are traditionally used in things like smartphones. Why are they used in smartphones? Because they're very power—you um, they, they, know—I should say they're much more efficient in terms of how, in terms of speed. So they, they deliver good speed, but they do it much more efficiently than x86 does. Anybody that's ever popped one of those giant freaking heat sinks on top of an x86 processor knows exactly what I'm talking about.
1: So so what you're saying is, yeah. this is very much like Android and iOS, which is what I started saying in the first place.
0: No, because Android and iOS are operating systems. So they have nothing to do with the architecture.
1: Well, no, but it's the same kind of structure that's being used here. Like What I mean but, is, when you, when you pick up a Surface RT, and you yeah. poke around at it, You're going to get a a a somewhat similar like a kind of scaled down computing experience similar to what you get on on android or ios tablets
0: i disagree but i'm going to say yes because it is a it is overly simplistic thank
1: you thank you because there's the new uh windows uh the other version of surface is coming out next year that is supposed to basically be like windows 8 by golly windows 8 by itself you can run Windows, you know, Windows applications on it,
0: because it will be run on an
1: x eighty six processor. Right. So
0: it will it will actually effectively be a PC that is in tablet format um, versus something that is more based toward efficiency and toward mobility, mm-hmm. which is what ARM processors have always dominated the space. For.
1: Now, assailant LF has a question. I th- he said he or she uh, says uh, I thought that x eighty six just stood for thirty two bit OS.
0: No, not at all. So I, I, run, I run an x86 right now. The computer that I'm using to to speak to you all through is an x86 computer that is 64-bit in, in nature. I run 64-bit version of Windows on it. It is x86-based.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: you know, there is no... So bit depth, as it were, it, it has, only has to do with the size of variables that it can handle. In other words, the size of data that it can actually uh, uh, handle at any one given moment, right? It has nothing to do with what kind of instructions or, or, or whatever the case might be. Um, you can run anything you want, it's just a matter of how, how long the strings are that you actually run through the processor. Okay. All that to say this the, <laughs> version of what, the reason I'm shocked today is because if you look, here's why I'm not going to draw conclusions yet about what Surface can do in terms of Android and iOS, which are operating systems. Okay. Okay? like saying Windows 8, or at least Windows RT 8, or whatever the freak they're calling it this week because they have to change the name every week, because they're getting sued about it, is like Android, or like iOS, but the architecture that it's built on is important, and the reason it's important is because Microsoft has never built anything for any architecture other than x86, and now they're feeding their competitors, and this Particular tablet starts at $500.
1: And goes up to 700 Right. So this isn't now, even the interesting version of Windows oh, Surface.
0: So iPad, which is commensurate in terms of computational power to an ARM processor, even though those things, again, are apples and oranges, it uses the, Ace, the new one uses that A6 processor, okay? It actually is... It <laughs> runs iOS, right? It is... Comparable, right? Maybe even a little bit more expensive than the Windows. I think it's actually the same price. Is it the same price as as the iPad three?
1: It is really close. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not up on my iPad pricing so much, but it's but close.
0: If you buy a Snapdragon S4 inside of a Google tablet like the Nexus Seven
2: mm-hmm.
0: that starts at one ninety nine and sells like hotcakes at two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. So I'm really surprised to see Windows put a five hundred dollar price tag. On the lower end of the tablet, because what I thought was going to happen was that they would probably go with 250 bucks for the Windows RT ARM-based system. Make sense? Sure. Makes me wonder how freaking expensive the X86 versions are going to be. Oh,
1: well, probably about a thousand.
0: I, I just can't imagine that. Why would you buy just buy a laptop at that point?
1: Well, that's the real question now, isn't it? I think it probably is. We're and with about,
0: that. Yeah, we talked about way too much about. This. And with so, that they are Let, let's just say that everyone
1: in the chat is chomping at the bit to talk about what we came here to talk about
0: which is gay porn
1: uh that's next week
0: oh oh sorry sorry yes.
1: um uh, censorship that's right
0: about, that's right that's right i forgot what the topics are i'm sorry arm x86 it got me all the same all, as censorship yeah right so we thought about this question because it's been a highly contentious you know uh, newsworthy you know experience for people that have been a part of video games for a long time, right? Anybody that's ever played Mortal Kombat or was alive when Mortal Kombat came out knows what I'm talking about. So let's talk about video game censorship.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, with, with Mortal Kombat, that's when the first, at least in America, uh, as far as I can tell, that's when the first real push for video game censorship came out. Um, before that, it was kind of Wild West, right?
0: Um, Yeah, more or less. So I remember, for example, having... In my Commodore there were a lot of games that were adult oriented games shock and all sure. right sure so these were games that were packaged very similar uh, similarly obviously to any other game but they were marketed to an adult audience and they were only specified for an adult audience they would have you no know, sexual graphic content so and so forth right but yeah you really the difference you didn't know
1: and you had games like um what is it soft porn adventure or something like that which was like a text adventure adult content game by Sierra it's one of their first games I think and it had um or and then you had Custer's Revenge for the Atari 2600 here's the thing here's the rub if you will um well,
0: it's befitting that you talked about Custer's Revenge and then talk about the rub by the way but that, anyway go ahead. you see what yeah. I did there yes oh, it was great
1: <laughs> when you look at Custer's Revenge it's more amusing than uh Scary for the children because it, it's it's so basic in its graphical capabilities that it's not realistic enough to be threatening. Right. When you had something like Mortal Kombat come out, which was basically uh, uh, what's the, I can't think of the name of the process, but they essentially took photos of actual actors in these costumes in different right. motions, so it looked for the time very realistic. People Absolutely. beating each other up and blood and guts everywhere. That caused a furor. Except on the Super Nintendo. Except on the Super okay. Nintendo where they just sweated a lot.
0: Right, where it was, yeah, it was just all, yeah, they just got, they just get the sweat punched out of them. It was, it was really nice. So, in any case, um, you have, for the first time with Mortal Kombat, you have, like, images of actual people that are kind of used, like, in stop motion beating the living shit out of each other. Is, is that what I'm, is that what I'm getting? Right. So, The realism of Mortal Kombat is what spawned the idea of, we need to censor video games. And Tipper Gore launches a huge campaign against how violent and ridiculously bad video games are. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so this spawns congressional oversight.
1: Or threats of it.
0: Threats of congressional oversight. So the fact that, hey, you know what? These are really, really bad. Um, These are so bad in fact.
1: Protect the children. This was back in the 90s when there wasn't much to really worry about, so people made all sorts of crazy
0: about the children. Mm-hmm. That,
1: people great. made up things to be worried about.
0: Yes, people made up things to be worried about because we're all fat and happy. <laughs> um, in any case, so Congressional Oversight, that's what's getting thread. Here we go. We're going to have Congress designate which games are for sale to kids, which video games are not for sale to kids. And which you need an ID or some kind of special privilege to be able to purchase similar to the way that they control alcohol, for example. Right. Okay. That didn't happen.
1: And why didn't that happen? Oh, okay, here you go. Because, oh, it just moved over. But I believe someone uh, asked not more than 10 seconds ago, basically, what the way they worded it was interesting. What company started all of this censorship BS? Oh,
0: that's... Kind of an interesting
1: question it All is right. an interesting question but it's it's actually kind of accurate because you had the uh entertainment entertainment software association which is a conglomeration of different video game companies they came right. together and said you know what before congress can act let's do it ourselves and they came up with the esrb the entertainment software rating board uh, it's a completely voluntary organization uh, right. you, no person who makes a video game has to have anything rated it's not nope. regulated by the government right but it's hard to find a big name game that doesn't have a rating from the ESRB. Uh, and that's what happened. And though there have been.
0: Hey, that's a creative deal because the deal at that point is we're going to regulate ourselves. Therefore, you don't have to regulate us. Mm-hmm. Do, do I have that right? Like it's, 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 it's basically a
1: deal. Yes. And uh, Scott Whelan has an interesting point or an interesting statement. Imagine if Earthbound was censored. and set cen- imagine if Earthbound was censored, that would have sucked funny because it was censored uh compared to the Japanese version um, really oh yeah well, I mean small things um the 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 pub became a cafe um, you know things like that Ness in his own mind at the end of the game and in you know when he's playing through magicant he was originally naked in the Japanese version and he had pajamas in the American version a lot of little things that
0: because Japanese people sleep in the nude.
1: Apparently, yeah. Americans do not.
0: Ever. Interesting. I didn't e- know that. Ever. See, I learned a lot of things from video
1: games. Yes. But my point is, is that uh, Nintendo of America especially was actually, before the ESRB came out, kind of self-censoring themselves.
0: Yeah, so absolutely. So you have Nintendo, which is kind of, I mean, for lack of a better analog here, is kind of the Disney of right. video games.
1: They wanted right. wide appeal.
0: Right. They, wanted, they, they didn't just want wide appeal. They also wanted to kind of promote specific kinds of value in their game, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't want to make you know, they, they weren't about promoting really awful, terrible things that they thought people would be revolted by, right? Right. So, what are the kind of things that Nintendo did besides give NES pajamas to censor games?
1: Uh, well, um, there was a lot of censorship in, the, uh, in Maniac Mansion okay. for the Nintendo, which was originally a PC game. I think PC. Yep. Uh, I can't remember the exact platform, but um,
0: built on the Scum VM engine. Well, or yeah, the Scum engine, which eventually became Scum VM, which now you can virtual machine Scum. But anyway, go ahead. Yes.
1: Exactly. I, there, but there's a lot of like kind of creepy things that were taken out of that. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of RPGs were somewhat censored. You had um, games coming over with like somewhat naked summons. And the boobies were covered. Uh, a lot, a lot of cafes or a lot of pubs being turned into cafes because you can't show right. anyone ha- drinking alcohol. Right. Stuff um, like that.
0: And then we had we already had the, the probably the most famous example of the idea that that all the blood in Mortal Kombat was changed blue to sweat. Right. So that they could still have, you know, the same kind of animation. It just wouldn't be threatening like they were beating the living crap
1: right yes and someone uh so someone says here is that a uh, ness sump ness some simpson that's an interesting name was censorship the reason that sweet home never made it to the states i don't know if you're familiar with sweet home um anyway. I have
0: no idea what you're talking
1: about so that's an rpg that came out for the nes <clears throat> based off of a horror movie in japan actually a very very interesting rpg that it, that probably would have been quite possibly the best rpg on the system or at least one of the top three easily Um, wow it was very innovative you had multiple parties going through this mansion and anyway i don't know dragon quest or dragon warrior three or four would give it a run for its money but regardless the point is it, it never there was no point of it ever even coming to america because it would have to be so heavily censored there there was just the the going ideas that nintendo of america just said nope not even gonna try
0: but again, this is with their self censorship, not because anybody else told them they needed to. Do that.
1: Right, and the same kind of thing happened with Terra um, because there was a that that also came out late in the Super Nintendo's life. Super great game, probably would I say easily one of the ten best on the system if it came out in America, right? To Americans, uh, but there was such a heavy religious and and so forth, like really deep kind of touchy subjects that. Um, Nintendo of America passed. They didn't even bother. It was translated to English fine, but they didn't want to have to bother translating or uh, censoring everything, so they just said, "Screw it."
0: Right. Well, that's interesting. So there's like a almost like a localization issue. But the point is that that Nintendo was self policing,
2: right? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So they have a set of standards that they said, you know what, we don't care if necessarily everyone loves this or hates. We have a set of standards we think is appropriate, and we're going to judge the games based on that.
1: And that's why they kept out of trouble for throughout the. Mega, you know, mega bonanza of the NES days. They never got in trouble for, or not really ever got in trouble for content. Right. Um, well,
0: also it was also a little bit of a different world, right? I mean, you already talked about it. You know, obviously, you know, Custer's Revenge is a, is a little bit of a different story yeah. than Ninja Gaiden. But it's not, those two are much more on the, on the same plane of existence than, you know, Custer's Revenge and Mortal Kombat. Right. right. It looks like different phenomena so um or in censorship of some kind
1: so so okay so that's a bit of a the background of, of censorship yeah. and then
0: let's talk a little bit about today so today yeah. we have ESRB and now now we almost every game that wants to be sold really has to be and I think I think pretty much I check every single one of the three major console manufacturers requires ESRB ratings to be licensed and sold and does not sell games that are <clears throat> only rated
1: that would not surprise me um and of the ratings for the from the esrb you have like your everyone oh here i got them right here <clears throat> you have um, early childhood everyone right.
0: the, the, the kind of like you know learn and play games
1: right uh everyone 10 plus which is just a little confusing you have teen okay and then yeah. you get into your restricted ratings such as mature Yep. And Adults Only. Right.
0: And Adults Only is one that, that... Mature is almost every game that ever comes out now that is what they would call a
1: AAA title. Right? Except every, for Nintendo games, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, that, that's true. So, and, and now, what can you tell me... I, I don't know if you even have this available, but I know if we look at something like... You know, we give people examples. Like, I, I, We don't need to give a childhood example, but what's like an, an E for Everyone kind of game?
1: Like, Mario that, Galaxy.
0: Is Madden NFL an, an E for Everyone game? I think it
1: is. Is it? Maybe, it is, maybe it's Teen? It I don't think game? it would. That's a good question. Does anyone know? Um, I haven't yeah, we'll bought a Madden game in years. God. Um, well, we'll
0: I think it's something that's every, every, E for Everyone.
1: E for Everyone is Mario Galaxy or something like Mario that.
0: Forever. That's, that's the easy answer. That's, that's a great one. So Mario Galaxy is E for Everyone. Teen would be something more along the lines of, you know.
1: Maybe a Final Fantasy?
0: Yeah, you know more, or, or even yeah. So it's got slightly,
1: some, slightly darker themes, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's got some violence. It's got some negative. You know, it's got some some dark themes to it, but it's not necessarily like mm. watching an R-rated movie over and over again, right? Right. Mature is kind of the R rating for the for the video game industry.
1: Right. It, it's saying, hey, we're serious. And someone, I'm sorry, I missed the name quite a while ago. Said this is very analogous to the movie rating system and how it that is. works.
0: So, the, ES, the ESA, in, crea- in creation of the ESRB, clearly had a model to look to, and it was the way the MPAA works to censor themselves via their rating system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, that's absolutely true.
1: So, so your matures are things like um, God of War, yep. uh, Grand Theft Auto, <coughs> things exactly. that you actually might see brief nudity in, um, yep. as of late. Uh yep.
0: A growing trend, so the the yeah. boundary of these things get pushed back, just like the ratings do for films, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you have your adults only, which is basically uh, market suicide because a lot of places will not sell adults only games, like Walmart.
0: Yeah, and it, well, like I say, and all three console manufacturers, it doesn't matter if Walmart even did sell them because all three console manufacturers wouldn't even produce them for the system, right? Uh, so, but but you or license them for the system. So basically, you relegate yourself to being to being utilized on platforms that probably aren't going to equal success.
1: Now, right. Now, bad reality has a que- bad reality too. As a question, uh, why is there even an E ten rating? Um, yeah. Question. The answer is well. Here, looking up from this, the website, it means E is recommended for six and over. E ten is recommended for ten and over. That's why they have it. Why they make it so confusing? I don't know, but
0: I I think again if you think about it analogous to the MPAA, you think of you think of one being the G rating, and one being the PG rating, and then the T for teen being the PG thirteen rating, right? Right. With R being mature, and then Adults Only, obviously being NC seventeen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's again, I think they had a model, and they had to try to fit that model. And so what they did was they kind of lined it up and said, well, it works for the NBAA and the government stays off their back, so maybe it'll work for us.
2: Right.
1: So um, David's David ZXX asks, have you ever seen a game that was adults only? The only one I can think of off the top of my head is BMXXX, which was like more of a shock title that came out like 10 years ago.
0: And that was adults only?
1: That was because it was just like there was footage of nude women bouncing around in it.
0: Oh, see i didn't or know. something
1: didn't like
0: that made its final i remember that game it was terrible i don't i mean i never played uh, it but i know i mean i remember i don't i don't remember its final form being adult okay i gotcha but um tough one but see there are a lot of games that probably would have received a harsher uh rating had they been released when the esrb was around right true. so you have a lot of games that were released i mean custer's revenge is one of them i i don't I, I find it hard to believe that 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 is a game that probably would have received anything but that kind of an adults-only rating word around at that time.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Even though it's kind of laughable now, right?
1: Oh yeah, well of course. But if it was then, if it was around then, I'm sure I would have gotten it. Sure, would have
0: gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, phantasmagoria, which is interesting, you know.
1: So, so going back to the formation of the SRB, this is this is kind of the crux of the question: is should video games be censored? Should yeah, there so, be an the SRB? Right. That, that 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 says. I'm sorry. And I was telling you about this before, not to interrupt. But when we were talking about this topic, first off, I was saying the ESRB is more than just a guide for parents. It's a guide for um, these companies, right. much like with movies, because you'll have a movie that comes out, and uh, if it wants to reach a wide audience, it'll, it has a few instances of the word um, shit or something like that. You know, if it has too many, it'll be an R. But if they cut it down to like three or four, then it's a PG-13 and wider audience, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Same kind of thing, I think, with video games. So so it's, it's, it's more of a guidance as to what you can actually put in a game to get a certain rating as well.
0: So at that point, what we find is that, you know, there's like a self-censorship, as it were, to video games. they kind going of to keep them into more of a kind of wholesome or what, Mm -hmm. what they see as appropriate. Let's call it that Mm -hmm. approach way that they, they kind of sponsor content and that they license content. But so it makes, it drives another question though. So there are some really raunchy games that get produced, you know, in terms of flash form, um, you know, so flash games don't, there's no ESRB for flash games. Any of you can get out there and design your own Flash game, right? Right. Now, so the question is, would you, would you, if there is no ESRB, do you think video games should be censored if we could just release some of those kind of Flash games that are really, really offensive and have very, very disturbing content um, to kids, to whoever, right? That I think that is the real question. Right. Would you have a problem... Uncensored, you know, having that stuff uncensored being sold to kids.
1: Would okay, so let's play devil's advocate, <clears throat> okay. or I'll play devil's advocate here because I think I know what a lot of people in the chat will say. Um, what what it, do you think? It's right to just have for any you know, a parent could go to the store, buy any particular game, not know anything about it, bring it home, and there could be nudity or blood or gore or violence or beating up prostitutes whatever do you think i mean i don't think that's okay i'm being devil's advocate uh right so you
0: don't don't think it's okay but but why isn't that okay
1: because what if as a parent the parent's first responsibility is to raise the kid as as they feel is correct right a lot of people whether you feel it's right or not like to protect their kids from things like that until a certain age. So what what's wrong with having an ESRB that that basically puts that choice in their hands and informs the public?
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see that. I, I think if there there's there's a there's a couple things there. One is that you know the ESRB at that point is what it's intended to be, which is a coach.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a
0: for parents, hey, parents, look, I know you don't have time to play a lot of these games, I know you probably don't know a lot about what's in them, but here's a system that allows you to understand exactly what's appropriate for your kid. That way you don't even have to play Halo, you just know what if it's appropriate for them or not, right? Mm-hmm. But the ESRB ends up being nothing but kind of a, a print on a game many times, that ends up kind of taking away from the experience. So why is it that, that parents can't can't effectively manage what they get to their kids or what their kids can you know can and can't buy or or whatever the case might be rests on a different concept I think which is that video games are a little different than movies right
2: mm-hmm.
0: is we see as a kind of beautiful form of media there's a lot of artistic art, artistic nature to it they award they give awards for these things like Oscars. Right? Mm-hmm. Video games aren't usually that way. Video games are seen as toys.
1: Now yes. Toys,
0: toys get kind of viewed in a little bit of a different light, right?
1: Yeah. No,
2: so I agree.
0: Something's toy, if something's a toy, then then having a rating on it seems to be something that's that is kind of appropriate, right? You know, parents go and they want to buy a toy for their kid. They they feel like if they look at it, they understand what's appropriate or not. All of a sudden, they're looking at video games. How, what do what do they know? You know, they, they want to go. They they want something like the ESRB, ostensibly. What effectively happens though, is not that, right? What effectively happens though is that, mom and dad go to Best Buy, they go to Walmart, and they say, hey, young kid sales associate who has you know. Who plays all these games? What's the best game to have for the holidays? Oh, I've, you've got to have this awesome new game. It's unbelievable, and they sell them. Assassin's Creed Three, sure, and you know, don't even ask their kid is ten years old and probably isn't. You know, that's not appropriate for a ten-year-old kid. So, in other words, the ESRB doesn't actually stop anything. All it does is kind of create wanton bureaucracy for something that's going to happen already.
1: Okay, so if that's the case, and CCM twenty four has a point where he said or she, uh, censorship or ratings do not equal censorship, and, I, and that's kind of what you just said. Is that so? So if that's the case, if the ESR, if you in, if you feel that the ESRB is not performing the correct function, then wouldn't censorship be the next step for concerned parties involved, and wouldn't that mean government intervention?
0: I think ratings aren't necessarily censorship, but let's, well, let's be real. Ratings are a form of censorship, and here's why.
1: It's a soft form.
0: It's a soft form. It's a, it's a form by which – and it's exactly the same example you just gave. <laughs> if there are instances of something that somebody doesn't like – and South Park has tried this many times, right? You kind of flirt with the line. If, so if, if there are 11 instances of the word shit in the game, then, it's, it, then basically you, can, you have to publish that as a mature title – and therefore, limit the audience ostensibly that it can reach, right? Mm-hmm. Versus if there's ten instances of the word shit, you're fine. You can get a teen rating with that, and you can sell it at Walmart, and everybody's going to be very happy, right? Right. That is that is a that is a I, I disagree humbly with our with our commenter. That is a form of censorship, isn't it?
1: i agree no i, I it is that's like what i was saying before is that it's it's more of a gentle prodding form of censorship as opposed to a no you can't have that it's a okay you can have that but man we're going to kill you at retail with this big a.o right on the front of your box
0: so in other words you have this kind of free market system that's, that's working with video games that says hey yeah, go ahead. If you want to go make an adults-only video game, knock yourself out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this brings us back to. I want to. I want to kind of wrap up because we're eh, we are a little bit late, but I yeah. I, I, I do want to bring back to a question we got a little while ago, from again from CCM. Man, the CCM twenty four is very uh, prodigious, prestigious
0: it is a thing. It's, this is we, we've struck a nerve here.
1: Yes, he, but he said a question a while ago. Says should the SRB be industry run? Is that good or bad? Should it be independent from the game industry?
0: And that's that's a great question, and I think. And I know, assume
1: the only other real option there is government intervention.
0: Well, or or I mean, as some places do films, and I'm, I'm not, I i can not give you an instance right offhand, but but I know that there are countries that do this. They have kind of an independent board, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of you know, they are they are their own kind of. I mean, at that point, who funds them? But there's like an independent review board, kind of an IRB. similar to what happens in academia, right, Mm -hmm. where, you know, you want to do a specific kind of research. Well, it's got to meet these these standards. Right. Um, I don't know who funds those and how that works, but it's not actually a governmental agency that says you are the Bureau of Control of video game violence. Right. right? Which is a completely different story. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, what are the pluses and minuses of it being industry run? It's industry run, therefore they are primarily concerned with what is going to be able to make the money and what is not going to be able to make the money. Okay. Generally, what makes the money tends to be probably, I think most people would argue, a pretty good thing. They want to keep really bad stuff away from kids, which I think all of us would probably at some level agree with, unless you're a purist out there and you think the kids should just be exposed to everything from you know the time they're born. And You
1: know, I think most people would agree with some level of control of what kids are exposed to. Uh, There's a lot. There's a lot. Very young kids cannot process in their minds.
0: I I think everybody. Exactly. I think most people would probably agree that at least parents should be in control of that (laughs) regardless of what they think is appropriate. Parents should be in control of what is appropriate. Right.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, my my parents would not even allow me to have a console based video game system for most of my childhood. I could only have computers, right? And then the kind of dam's broke and the floodgates passed, and we were able to have whatever the hell we wanted. But my point is, they deem that appropriate, right? Most people would say, I think that parents can make the decision of what's appropriate. That means that the industry, it if, if being industry run, is very motivated by what's going to help make the money. Right. What's What's the downside of it being industry created? probably the same thing right some people are, are they don't like the idea that these people are going to help basically self police instead they need something that's more independent or something that's more unbiased to be able to make a determination as to what is culturally acceptable and what's not right so a government agency tends to be something like what they have in China which is like this cultural acceptance board which stands over everything and says it's the same thing they had in the soviet union right it was like this is culturally appropriate this is not you can produce this but you cannot produce that we have that in this country too by the way
1: (laughs) ccm sorry go ahead
0: well it's just it's just called different things And, and it only goes to the extreme and it only happens if somebody like raises a lawsuit like jack thompson per se right yeah jack thompson you know by the way, who's heard of Jack Thompson in the last three years?
1: Well, I think people generally got kind of sick of him. Uh, and, then he, and he got and disbarred. He
0: disbarred. Yeah, and as soon as he got disbarred, it was like, that was game over. Yeah. But Jack and Thompson was all over the news three years ago, and now he's gone.
1: CCM24 says he wishes he could be on the live stream. I think that would be a lively debate. That would be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we could do Rock this in roll. the future. Well, yeah, what, Once yeah. we figure out how to, how, how to get quality broadcasts on YouTube uh, consistently, we can uh, yeah. maybe work oh, on having guests oh,
0: that's another series but if it's a governing <laughs> controls the board of people that say basically hey this is appropriate this isn't and i think to a certain extent that's what people find a little bit dangerous mm-hmm. right you mm-hmm. find it dangerous that's that there is a kind of controlled unit that says this is fine and this is not fine and that this is acceptable for kids and this is not acceptable for kids and at the end of the day I don't know. I think a lot of people would, I think most people would agree that there's a concept that's not appropriate for kids. I just don't know how they say, how do we determine that and how
1: do we censor it? So, so I will wrap up with my opinion that I do think that video games should be rated, Mm -hmm. which is a soft form of censorship. Right. Uh, And it's also a form of information. And I prefer that much more to the government hand of hard censorship.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I, I think there, is, there is merit to the fact that the industry itself wants to demonstrate that it's policing itself in order to, you know, help to kind of stave off nastiness getting in front of kids. But I will concede the fact, I will concede the fact that most of the time it doesn't work that way. Right. What really ends up happening is that if kids want Grand Theft Auto 4, and this is Jack Thompson's point, they get Grand Theft Auto 4. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Right? Right. They get Grand Theft Auto 4.
1: I mean, kids get alcohol and cigarettes before they're supposed to. So why should video games be any different, really? So
0: and so, that, But I think that, that makes another point. And, and this is, might be why some of the people in the audience are going nuts. Is You know, well, then why even have it? If people are just going to get whatever they want, then why even have the board to begin with? I don't know, but it's an interesting point. I think you and I see it similarly, but at the same time, you know, maybe we're a little bit older. I mean, maybe when we were younger, you know, before we were even thinking about the possibility of having kids, maybe we didn't care as much. But, uh, you know, I I think it's I think it's good that we have certain things that that we kind of protect kids for until they're ready for them. And the ESRB helps that. Right.
1: I I, I do think I think I would rather have them there than nothing. I'll I'll put it that way.
0: Okay, fair enough. And and it's better than censorship that is dictated and dominated, where they have to put censor bars up and, you know, they, this is appropriate. So, right. all right, cool. So, you no, know, I mean, we didn't adequately really cover a lot of censorship there. There's a lot of things that probably need to be brought up there. But it's, a it,
1: lo- it's a large topic, really. And
0: uh, it was more kind of a coverage of the ESRB, which, you know, God only knows we have our problems with as well. When was the last time you guys bought a video game and actually paid attention to what it was rated? (laughs) Um, Nobody does. So, you know, at the end of the day, how much does this really matter? I'm not sure. But censorship is a much bigger issue.
2: Yes.
1: So.
0: All right. So that means we have to get now to the third part of the show, which is the question and answer session. Whoops. So. Tell me you have some questions that people have been putting in or, oh, maybe you haven't because you, maybe you just joined the stream. The point is, folks, we want you to ask us questions. Ask there us questions go. about video games. Ask us questions about geek culture. Yes. Ask us questions about life. Ask us questions about the topic. Ask us questions far beyond the topic. Whatever you like, just send us a private message and let us know what's going on. Yes.
1: Anyone who us? would like to – so let me uh, put this up again. Uh, I'll actually make a comment. In, in the video, in the stream here. Uh, right. any, anyone who would yeah. like to uh, uh, give us a, a question, uh, basically, there. I just posted, so um, just private message us at the YouTube, uh, our, our, via YouTube, and we'll get that private message, and we will answer it. And I'm sorry, but uh, penis is not a question, but nice try, ludood
0: Forty five. bring that <laughs> All right. Even though you just said
1: it. Oh Whatever. Damn it.
0: He All tricked right, so, me. Yes. So what do we what's the first question? Let's get some let's get some questions up here. First
1: question's from Scott Whelan. Okay. N- okay. A little bit of a long one. Uh you have ten seconds to answer. Okay. Many of the young kids and teens in my family seem to favor violent blockbuster games such as Call of Duty while their parents complain about the kids playing such games even though they buy them the games in the first place. I feel there is a lack of understanding on the parents' part. So, question, how does one help a parent understand video games when a parent is closed-minded toward video games? Would it be a good idea to introduce children and teens to more casual games like Angry Birds or retro game and or retro games like Tetris or things like that?
0: There are a lot of questions there. Let me try to take them in order. First of all, 10 seconds. How do we how do we determine as a society, what a parent's willingness is to protect their child really looks like, and what that should look, what that should be, right? Um, we don't, because parents have the ultimate say. That's how our culture works here in America. It's how most of Western culture operates, for better, or for worse. Whether it works or whether it does not, right? Mm-hmm. So you force a parent to have a certain, it's a certain set of feelings, unless they are abusive or disruptive to the child's development in which case the government steps in, right? Right. Even though that only happens in a very rare number of occurrences. So I think we get into a very slippery slope when we say, oh, a parent is oblivious to what ratings are all about. Therefore, we have to point them towards something else to inform them. That seems very nanny state to me.
1: Well, but then again, there's maybe it's coming, a question coming from the kids' point of view. Maybe they have a, a... Parents who don't understand videos. I, I mean, I can say.
0: Uh, oh, I see what you're
2: saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, you
1: know how how maybe, how can they get their parents to kind of accept video games? As as I mean, via Call of Duty and stuff like that. Probably not the best way. Basically. No, it's not. Uh,
0: I don't think it's necessarily through playing games. What I think it is, I think it's all about kind of drawing the metaphor of what we already did here with the ratings board for films, mm-hmm. right? Parents know by the – so when the, when the ratings first came out with movies, it was the same kind of thing. Parents were pretty oblivious about how it was going on. You know, nobody knew what the ratings board really actually meant, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. But eventually now it's imbued in our culture. Everybody knows what an R-rated movie is. Everybody knows what a PG-13 movie is, right? So if you show them, hey, these these games are rated, right? Here's what they're rated for, and this is why this is appropriate content for me. Right. I think that that resonates with parents better than. Oh, hey, let's sit down and play Farmville. Oh, hey, now let's sit down and let's play God of War. See, there's no difference here. Everything's fine, Mom. <laughs> right.
1: And that, yeah. So. I think
0: that's I I think it's a better strategy. You need to be able to talk to like the fact that there is precedent for this, and that it's real, and that you know, if if it's you. <laughs> Backly, it's supposed to help protect against certain kinds of content. And I think if you can show that, that it, that's the way it's there for, and that's why it's used, then I think parents would probably be
1: generally okay with it. Okay, I agree. Next question. Um, from some bow tie person. Regarding video game censorship, do you think that the rampant censorship of games during Nintendo's early reign in the 8 and 16 bit era have been in some way beneficial? In other words, do you think they would have been successful if they did not take such an extreme approach to censorship? And allow things to slip through.
0: I like the I like the term rampant censorship. By the way, that's it, a
1: cool. It kind of was rampant.
0: I know, but it's it's a cool term though. Like it just like the like that should be the name of a of a new wave band.
1: Rampant know, like, censorship.
0: Yeah, like that would be a cool.
1: Um. That's a good... Well, that's what we were saying before. Um, Nintendo really dodged a lot of bullets uh, as far as as far as being targeted for censorship by outside sources because they censored themselves. Now maybe in right. the end that just put off till later the, uh, the you know, congressional hearings uh, right. when, once Mortal Kombat came out and Sega was like, we'll do what we want. Um, because right. it was bound that someone was going to do that. But, yeah.
0: um, and that kind of tips the scales in a different direction. But the question is, you know, are good things did good things come from it? Um, you know, that's a that's a tough question. I think one good thing that happened is that all of us lovingly remember Nintendo games, yeah. and it's probably the things that makes us love the characters and the and the the, the the things about Nintendo games that we love. You know, Mario is inherently violent in terms of the things that he does. He jumps on things. He shoots fireballs at things. Um, you know, he he kills enemies, right? Um, but he does it in a way that most of them remember it is just simply laughable it's a part of the experience it's something that even a child can play and not get upset about right yeah when you flatten a goomba you're not thinking about killing the goomba you're just thinking okay great this obstacle's gone and now i can go complete the level
2: it's a
1: cool thing yeah i i think it definitely helped with um the i, I think it did help with their success
0: i i don't think there's any doubt about that i think it's the same thing that happened with disney disney gets labeled as kind of the 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 torchbearers of of you know this is what's good and therefore i'm gonna i'm okay with my child being a part of this nintendo definitely is cashed in
1: on that yes and i don't think it hurt them and maybe that's not a good
0: thing for nintendo right and and i think it's a good the only reason i say it's a good thing is because Come on guys, we all love playing Mario and we all love Mario and we all love, you know, Yoshi and we all love Donkey Kong. And we love these <laughs> characters because they were brought up in a kind of very wholesome and clean kind of environment. And you know, I kind of feel in some ways for some of the kids that come up now and they they get exposed to a lot of that stuff a little too soon. Because I don't think video games ever have the same ring that they have with us during the golden age of the, of the NES and the SNES.
1: So um also, to answer questions that I've been seeing popping up, the other person in the stream is the Commodore.
0: Yes. Oh, for, for those of you that, that, that aren't a fan of the site, but maybe only watch the 16 bit gems.
1: Yes. He has the weekly ringer at clanofthegreywolf.com. That's right. Ding, ding. Anyway, um, ding, ding. very good question from Mr. Mailbag. Uh, I hate Duke. Will UNC win this year?
0: Well, uh, Duke is rated top 10. UNC is rated uh,
1: number 12 in the... What- what, Another preseason polls again what like if today. he meant football? Because they are playing this weekend.
0: Oh, good call. Yeah, that's a good call. Um,
1: the answer is yes.
0: I, the answer is yes. Yes.
1: Also, why does Salt taste salty?
0: I, have, I, I think it's because of the arrangement of your taste buds. I actually have no idea.
1: All right. I'll take that. Question from Crooked Cartridge. Do you think that putting a mature adult rating on a game would could actually heighten curiosity for kids.
0: Um uh kids, let's let's, let's say adolescents. Yes.
1: Yes. I I uh, mean unfortunately, yes, that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's going to happen and I think I think mostly for <laughs> young men, which is one of the things the video games gets typecast for, right? But
1: but but let's let's be clear or let, oh god, I'm channeling the president. Uh let's let's um too much debate watching let's uh let's freak let's be clear the esrb ratings are not for the kids no the kids kids don't give a crap you know the
0: kids they crap but the point that i think that the person's trying to say is do people you know do kids go in the store and go oh my god look this has got a mature rating i gotta have this Mm -hmm. versus another game that's rated e for everyone this looks lame i'm not i'm not i don't want this right so essentially they are making the proto genesis or the proto the the the, the revised genesis versus nes argument right so genesis always came out and said genesis does what nintendo don't right mm-hmm. the the genesis is rad it's fresh <laughs> it's cool it's it's got all the you know it's got all the trappings it doesn't censor anything it's just like in your face it's real gaming it's for real people. In your face. Nintendo is for kids. Yeah. Right? So if you're an adolescent male as both of us were, well we were actually
1: I was kids. an adolescent female.
0: We were we were kids back then to be to be fair. But as kids, when, you know, I watched that commercial and I was like, "Hell yeah, I don't want that stupid Nintendo, I want that freaking Genesis." It's that thing's you're lame. Of- deal man i want the real video games don't give me that crap so yes you, you clearly had a different concept
1: yeah but, 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 i said but, i was a young female
0: right exactly right so you you totally took
1: and, the and we have adolescents in the stream that are basically saying yes so could just ask them good. well i'm glad they can be honest
0: <laughs> I, That i think that's still a far cry from walking in and saying oh i must have this game because it's m I, I think people want to play stuff that's fun And I think people want to play stuff that, that's, that's good The rating on it Tends to be inconsequential in that regard I've played plenty of great E for everyone games I've played plenty of great M for mature games mm-hmm. Right I, I don't think a, a game is good By virtue of you know It's like saying a movie is good because it's R Versus PG
1: Alright we gotta do some uh, Lightning round question and answer For the next five minutes or so yeah. Alright. I mean we
0: get started pretty late, but okay, good.
1: Well yeah, but we're already an hour. We've already been going an hour. See? Alright. All
2: right.
1: <laughs> lightning Lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning. It's crazy. Round. CCM asks. CCM twenty four asks. With the state that the video game is in today, video game industry is in today, uh, mm-hmm. at least to the game according to the gaming blogosphere, do you believe that there will be another video game industry crash? Crash.
0: So no.
1: Uh I have to say probably not, at least not as we knew it before back in the early 80s here in America.
0: See companies like Zynga that die a terrible death, but that's because they're related to social media, not because they're video games. That doesn't
1: mean, yeah, that doesn't mean there won't be a social gaming crash or, or, or different aspects of the industry, but as, as a whole, video games aren't going anywhere. It's too ingrained.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's too ingrained, and, and, and beyond that, it's, it's, not, it's not niche anymore. Um, it's mainstream. And when something's that mainstream, and there are people that can produce it, and it is, you know, kind of a a market that's very robust, generally that
1: doesn't happen. You're welcome, Crooked Cartridge. Um, do, 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 ba, do. Ah, um, we have what? David Zxx ask, "What is the fine?" Wow, <laughs> two questions. <laughs> okay, where's the fine line? between right and wrong and a work of art?
0: Oh my gosh. 10 yes. seconds, go. This is, yeah, this is more along the lines of what I thought we'd talk about with terms of when we brought up the censorship idea. <laughs> so art, that, that, that begs the question, I'll answer that question with a question say, what is the purpose of art, right? If the purpose of art is to somehow make a message, then it probably needs to have a certain kind of cultural sensitivity to it. If the purpose of art is art for art's sake, then censorship tends to be a barrier to expression. I will... Was that 20
1: seconds? No, that was was way more than 10 seconds. I'm going to quote the uh, Supreme Court justice that I can't remember his name, but um, I believe he once said about the difference between porn and art is, I know it when I see it. Second question, what's the poster behind you? Well, I have a poster of Star Trek First Contact and Commodore has the Boston Skyline.
0: Yes. That so, is that's uh, not a poster. That is actually a reality.
1: Yes. Uh, hmm. Third Wave Craze has an interesting question. Okay. I want to make a game that would be considered today as both rated E and M. To play the M version, people would have to do something only a mature person can. Buy a fishing license, etc. What do you think of my idea? Uh. <laughs>
0: one i do like the idea of having two different versions of the game by virtue of what someone wants to buy
1: or maybe a, a parental lockout or something like that
0: i'm actually i'm actually cool with that
1: that's an interesting what, idea
0: i'm not cool about proving it by buying a fishing license
1: i i don't know if that could work no it could okay no it couldn't uh next question
0: in order to buy a mature game, you have to have you're supposed to be able to show ID that you're over 17. So we already have that. Do you? Yes.
2: Oh, Okay.
1: Uh,
2: it's against
0: the law to buy a game. That's why Jack Thompson had a, had his point. It's like, listen, you know, yes, this is yes, this is the law, but the law is not enforceable by places like Walmart and Best Buy. So therefore, there is no law. That was his whole point. Anyway, go ahead. But he's this so who cares? All
1: right, Vice of Legends, nine thousand and one. That's over nine thousand asks are Zelda games censored in a big way not that I know of I can't even going back into the day I can't really think of what uh, of of any
0: well you what do you mean censored censored as in the Japanese version is different than the American I would
1: assume so yeah well okay one thing no two things I can think of from Ocarina of Time one was when you stab Ganon and this is actually like this in the first editions of, of Ocarina of Time. When you stab Ganon in the face, blood comes out. Later, it became yes. green slime or something. Um, what, what,
0: what Hyrule Castle doggy style sex scene.
1: There was that too. No.
0: I mean, that, was, that clearly was a good decision for them to take
1: that. And then there was something else about um, like Muslim chanting in the Fire Temple that was taken out as well. I guess you could call that censorship just so they didn't offend people. I think it was offending Muslims that they didn't want to do.
0: That's pretty much the definition of censorship. There you go. Uh,
1: yeah, okay, cool. There you go. All right. So, let's see.
0: Minimals. They, they, you know, they generally design Zelda to be very palatable for all different kinds of cultural communities.
1: Oh, here we go. Ella Fieden asks, why do games need violence and sex?
0: That's a great question. Um, man, and much bigger for the, the lightning round. So why do films need violence and sex? I think, it's so again, it, it speaks to the purpose of art. If art is to depict life and it's to, to make a message about life, then you can make a good argument, I think, that those kind of, the inclusions of those things make them more realistic and therefore a better message about the life that we lead. If it's more about kind of the simplicity of the message itself, and is more about, you know, and being entertaining, um, then those things might or might not be necessary, depending on who you talk to. Uh, you know, I, I think they happen to be more not, nece- not maybe necessary, but they certainly aid in the telling of realistic stories. And I do, that's why I don't mind it as much. Okay. But wanton sex and violence is something I find a off. I don't know about you, but I, I like it. <laughs> i I actually did not play San andreas because for me it was it was way over the
1: top I, I actually really didn't like it uh, it was a good game missed out
0: I heard, I heard it's a great game I just I couldn't take it it was too much stuff going on but then you know it's it's same like the first season of Game of Thrones was like crazy overboard I had a weekly ringer about this it's like it's crazy overboard I really didn't like the first season second season is much more toned down it's much more kind of Realistic, and that therefore I didn't I, it didn't matter to me as much.
1: Okay, uh, let's see. Let's let's make this the last question. Okay. Uh, but, 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 uh, hmm. Nah, that's that's a big question. Uh... Come
0: on, make it a good one.
1: I'm 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 looking through. I'm trying to make it a good one.
0: Well, if you're not gonna make a good one, then just ask me the little ones in the meantime.
1: That's a good point. All right. From Kaz, the gamer guy. Okay, yep. Yeah. Do you think that the adults-only rating should be more heavily integrated into the rating system, seeing as how few uses there have been for it, or should it be removed entirely from the ESRB since so few titles have been used that it becomes unnecessary?
0: I would say neither. I would say that the adults-only rating is is exactly what it was designed to be, which is the kiss of death. No pun intended. Mortal Kombat. Is is a kiss of death for people that want to make widespread, appealing games that appeal to everyone. So, in other words, it becomes the dumpster for for people that that want to make games that can't, that want to speak to a very niche audience and don't want to sell to wide appeal. It works very, very well for that. So, I don't think either of those actions need to be taken.
1: Yeah, I I think this goes back to that soft censorship we were talking about before. If you don't have that threat of something that is verboten. It takes a lot of the uh, teeth out of the ESRB.
0: Exactly.
1: So that's that's why you need to keep it around. That's why there's not a much around. That's why you don't see very many titles for it. It's Got the it. purpose. Anyway.
0: Rock and roll. So, <laughs> so I think, I, you know, we covered a lot of ground there. There was a lot of questions, like good questions about censorship that time. I, I like that. That was good. Um, cool. Well, folks, thanks for hanging with us, man. I mean, we, we started a little bit late tonight. You know, a little bit unfamiliar settings with the Commodore is still at work. Um, you know, we had the trouble with the stream early on. Thanks for hanging with us here on the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. You know, uh, you know it's, 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 it's good to see you guys back every week, and it's good to see that you guys are hanging with us even as we go through our tests. Expect something very different next time. By the way, when can the people find us, Rue?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Let's check the calendar. It's the first and third Wednesday of every month, so that would make it uh, November seventh.
0: November seventh. So
1: that's the day after election day
2: here and in America. We're
0: our best, the day after election day. To not talk about anything political to save you all from all the horrible political car you know political cartoons, political advertisements you're going to see mm. between the election. We'll do something very apolitical. I promise, 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 promise.
1: Yes, because everyone will be sick of it by then.
0: Everyone will be totally freaking sick of it by then. We'll talk about something very, you know, game-centric that's not controversial at all and it's kind of fun. Look forward to it. It'll be great. Be <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you all for watching and thank you all for being a part of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. I am the Commodore and you are... brew And we are from the Clan of the Gray Wolf. Thanks for watching the Echo Screen, everybody. And there is no reset button.
1: That—that that, that is what I hear.